Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is episode 807. And today we continue looking into the gift and city of Jinky 55, which is freedom. And today we're looking into the rising of humanity's gifts. And this um, comes on the same kind of vein that we've been looking into this um, spreading of a certain genetic mutation across all of civilization, all of our species. And Richard Rudd, um, he calls it through his contemplation, because we're all seeing pieces of the puzzle, right? And some people that are dedicated and focused, they, you know, they write books about that and put it, put the part that they can see into a cohesive or sometimes, you know, all over the place um, description, right? So we have tons of gifts of people talking about this ascension, this age of Aquarius, this, um, um, you know, this new reality, right? And um, and so that's what, but but it's 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 happening. Um, the way Richard Rod looks into it is basically through this Jinky Fifty Five, the awakening, the evolution, the change, the transmutation of the victim consciousness, and and it's it's always important to understand that both victim and tyrant are the same thing. When we can't understand that everything starts making sense, right? They're just two sides of the same coin. We have, and it's funny because you see it flip. You see the tyrant becoming victim, the victim becoming tyrant, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, because it's the unbalanced a positive negative um, charge of the type of electricity that we're running in this reality. Um, the, the type of electromagnetic fields that envelop physical matter and matter itself is made up of this subatomic uh, configuration, right? We got the, we got the proton and then we got that is positive, right? And we got the electron cloud, whatever they want to call it, right? Because they haven't figured out exactly what it is. <laughs> and, but it has a negative charge, right? And then you got neutral right there, which is new, neutral. And and it's interesting when we're thinking about this neutron, right? Because that's where we're going, ultimately. When we have this um, balance that we achieve past beyond this tyrant victim consciousness... There becomes a neutrality. There's you're no longer swinging. You're no longer um, in re in reaction towards the world, towards others, towards your life, right? And it's interesting because when we're looking at the spectrum of consciousness, right, on um, of all these jinkies. We have every shadow has its reactive and repressive um, shadow, right? Which is exactly the same thing. The shadow is the second and the third seal. That's the shadow. We don't even count the first seal because it's just, you know, 
basic grounding in this reality. It's just like, unga, unga, unga. <laughs> it's like, a, you know, survive, survive, kill, kill, die, die. You know, mate, mate, fuck, fuck. <laughs> eat, eat, eat. Dunga, dunga, dunga. Mine, 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 mine. Stay away from me. <laughs> you know, that's just basic. And, and, and it's funny because a lot of people live in that basic reality. You know, it's like all of life is just survive, to eat, and, and to mate, and, and, or fuck, you know, and just take anything that you can, and you don't even, you don't even think. And it's, uh, it's, and it's sad, because we are not animals. The bio-machine is a sort of an animal, but it's a pretty incredibly advanced animal. This body is body-mind consciousness we have, right? It's not just an animal. It's like top-of-the-line animal. But when we don't know how to use it, it's just an automatic, you know. It needs to eat because otherwise it's going to die. I mean, it is going to die eventually. It's, it's, it's destiny and it knows it's going to die. So it's freaking out. It's just, you know, it's unautomatic. It's kind of basic function of, of if you have a, this incredible software, right? And, and it's just, you're just, just running at 1% of what it can achieve. That's basic. First seal, first chakra, right? First plane of existence. Then you have this dynamic of this tyrant victim consciousness, which we call it in the jinkies, we call it the repressive and reactive nature of the shadow. And, um, and it's so funny that this shadow victimization goes out in the react reactive nature as um complaining is the is the is the repressed one which i, I don't exactly understand why because if repressed is totally super, it's like repressed man it's like there's you're just a blob there on the fucking sideway like like a, like a <laughs> like an egg is like you know, broken you know you you're just fucked and then the reactive in this case, is blaming, which it makes absolute sense, right? But yeah, complaining, I, I guess you could see that. But it's so pervasive, this shadow. You know it, I know it, I've lived it, I live it. Every now and then it comes out, you know, we all live it. Complaining and blaming. Being a victim. But it's important to see um, this tyrannic side also. Because we swing whenever we are in that separation, right? We're talking about that subatomic structure, right? And, and racing. Why is that a neutron there if it doesn't do anything, right? What does the neutron, it, it, you know, what does it do? What does it do? Nothing. It's because it already has that seed towards the next level, which would be this uh, violet-blue light, right, that happens after that energy goes up and it becomes i i you know you could say it becomes equalized or depolarized right or it just becomes one and how does that manifest in our life we no longer look at people we're looking at ourselves in everyone and because there's no longer that trigger, you know, somebody's doing their whatever their body is doing, their personality is doing. And 
And it's like looking at a child, you know, like um, the child is just, you know, having a temper tantrum. You kind of forgive them for being a child. I mean, there's some really annoying kids that are just like, my God, why aren't their parents disciplining them, right? Or a squirrel, you know, or, you know, I mean, there, it's like kind of like you look at that and you go like, that's what that's what that level of consciousness do. But it is not who they are. We're God. Every one of us, the entire of us, we are God manifested in this physical reality. We are the divine light of creation. We are divine, glorious beings. Because we're forgotten we are divine. We are acting out. Out of misunderstanding. Out of ignorance. We let this bio machine run the show. And when you feel disconnected, and that's how everybody most of the time feels, right? You're looking at another person. They're better than you. Now you're jealous, right? Because deep within we have this, I'm not good enough, right? I'm not worthy of love. You're angry because you don't have this or you don't have that. All of these things accumulate, right? And so today we're going to be looking at the point of perspective of Richard, how he um, sees this mutation uh, as a and, and a world level, uh, not world is not the right word, as a humanity level in our DNA, which I've been talking about that is the consequence of the choice of rising of consciousness, it doesn't come through the DNA. The DNA comes afterwards. He thinks that this is biological, that the, the body is actually pushing this evolution in consciousness, but it's not because consciousness is first, body is second. So we're going to be looking into that today. But before we dive into that, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about here, you want to go to jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, there's a black menu <clears throat> that says, um, it has five links. One of them says Jinkies. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, click on that one, and I will take you to episode 256. Listen to that episode. That'll get you started with what we're doing here. We're learning how to use this tool, this jinkies, um, from 64 different angles. We're looking at the same thing, and that is the movement from fear to love to enlightenment. And we're looking at it from 64 different angles. And this is how consciousness weaves through reality. In frequency, because we're talking about frequency, in, it's a huge spectrum, and and Richard Rudd has kind of like um, put it into um, into sixty four basic kind of like overall kind of uh, you know separations based on the I Ching, the ancient uh, Chinese book of changes. These sages figure out this changes that you know you get to experience in life and then evolve into this thing called human design and then Richard Rudd evolved from that one and added a bunch of stuff from religions and spiritual traditions and kind of came up with his own kind of version of how to live 
how to evolve. Um, I am taking that myself. I'm kind of taking it another level, another notch in my own direction. And I'm basically just using this tool to become so that we can become aware of our misunderstandings of reality. If we can understand how reality works, then we can live a fulfilled life. And, um, and at some point when you're living a fulfilled life, then at some point you, you're going to be ready because you're going to be detached from the need of physicality. And then at that point, the door opens up and then you get cold. You say, okay, now you're ready for more because you've realized you've lived everything that needs to be lived here in this rea physical reality. You're good. You had fun. You experienced what you needed to experience. And now you are asking for more. And it's not that we're consciously asking because that's a, a big thing that happens in the new age thing. And, oh, I'm going to get enlightened. I'm going to stand with fucking, you know, Jesus and Buddha. And you're not paying the fucking rent, you know, or, or you know, you're an asshole. Oh, I'm, I'm being my fucking, you know, self. And, and, and you're just mean, you know. And, and sometimes you do have to say things that are organic, natural, um, and then people still, they're going to misunderstand you because they can't understand that we're always, when you, you get to a place in your life when you are always talking to another in two levels. You're talking to their, their, their light, their, their divine light. You're talking to yourself. You're talking to God, right? And then you're talking to their personality. <clears throat> I have zero respect for the personality of others. Zero. Absolutely, I have no respect for anybody's personality. I don't even have respect for my own personality. Fuck my own personality, right? And I have absolute love, unconditional love, profound respect for the God within every single one. And so when you're communicating like that, you know what you're doing. But uh, since most people believe, they believe they're their personality. They're going to take it the, the wrong way, if you want to put it in quotes, right? Because there's no wrong way. And it is none of your business how people take it, right? But ultimately, it doesn't even matter because it's not about uh, what, how other people take you, but what you know you're giving. And as, as when you know your heart, and when you know your light, and when you know your purpose, and when you know that everything that you do is it comes from this, you know, if not absolute depolarized light that comes through your heart, at least the intent um, to live a depolarized life, right? Or an equalized life. And what I mean by that is we're not swinging from this tyrant victim consciousness back and fucking forward. One day I'm the goddamn tyrant, the next day I'm a fucking victim, blaming and complaining about everything. And the next day, some, you know, some little squirrel comes my way and I just eat them. <laughs> like a fucking, you know, animal, right? And, and, and that's a metaphor, right? Because, you know, it's like, it happens all the time. People are fucking cannibals here. They're eating each other. Verbally, mentally, vibrationally. 
It's a thing here. It's just a thing. Everybody thinks it's okay to just eating each other. You know, psychic vampiring. It is a challenge to live here. Um, at some point, it doesn't affect you anymore because you can see it. And this is the work that we're doing with these 64 jinkies. Understanding the 64 ways in which people eat each other. Because you're eating yourself because the other doesn't exist. They are a projection, a mirror of you. How you treat others is how you treat yourself. How other treats you is how they treat themselves. When you understand what the fuck is actually going on, at some point you feel compassion for them because it doesn't reach you anymore. They can be whatever... I mean, they can be whatever they want. And at some point it doesn't reach you and you feel... I guess at the beginning you feel a little bit of melancholy because there's still a part of you that's attached. It's a kind of like a gradual understanding, right? First, you're pissed as fuck. You want us to strangle and squeeze their fucking guts. <laughs> Motherfucker! It's <laughs> like, God damn it! And it, that lasts for a while, right? And then at some point, you're just kind of fuming, you know? <sighs> well, even before that, you're, you're not even there. You're just a blob in the, on the road, you know? Everybody walks, you're a fucking doormat. And then eventually you get pissed off and the energy starts going up. <laughs> all of that's the shadow, right? This reactive and 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 uh, repressive nature, repressive first and reactive nature of the shadow, and then um, and then it goes up, and and you start little by little realizing that we're all stuck in our in our loops of misunderstanding, and and because we don't understand ourselves, we don't understand what's going on. We are looping. And this is what we do in this jinkies. We look at these loops. We have 32 loops of consciousness in the shadow. But these loops also happen in the gift. When we raise frequency and depolarize, now we go past the third chakra, the third seal. We go to the fourth. That's where depolarization or neutralization or equalization, whatever you want to call it, <coughs> of <clears throat> the electromagnetic... Um, spectrum, which is also male-female polarities. We can see it from all these angles, right? That's how alchemy does it, right? The, um, the sacred marriage, right? We talked about that, um, I think, the last few episodes. Um, and now we're, we're, now we're in a place where, uh, little by little, first, like I said, you feel that melancholy, and you go like, oh, God. Eventually, you feel compassion. You feel empathy. You, you understand, you go, people go through their bullshit. You go through your own bullshit and you, you understand yourself and, be, and you start being nice to yourself. When you fuck up, you go, oh my God, I fucked up. And then you go like, but I'm not going to beat myself up on that one. How about I hug myself instead? I say, oh, wow. You know, yeah, I was an asshole on that. And I was reactive on that. Or I was beating myself up or I was weak or whatever. Because we have all these Gene keys, right? These keywords that we're looking, 64 of them, times three, because we have, you know, 64 plus. It, it, we actually can, when you see, uh, go to uh, john.tv at the bottom where there's the uh, Gene Keys link. You scroll down on that episode 256, you're going to see the spectrum of consciousness. So we got all these words here. Um, 64 times 2, that's 128 for the repressive and reactive. And then the shadow, 
that's another 64. So you have um, <laughs> you have so many words. Um, what is it? 128 plus 688, 192, 192 words for all the shenanigans that we're stuck in this reality, right? All the nasty stuff is there. Self-deluded, addiction, cold, anal, apathetic, nitpicking, over-sentimental, cruel, rejecting, inert, dis distracted, pedantic, self-doubting, arrogant, you know, disjointed, dreamy, crisis-prone, manic, bored, self-effacing, bullish, turbulent. And so we go through all of this. And, and we little by little by little, we begin to realize um, and kind of make a map and see, oh, this is, this is my life. This is my life. And it starts making sense. You start putting the pieces together and then you go to the gift, right? The love. Begin to feel that love. The gift is the fourth and the fifth seal. The energy is depolarized there because there's no other anymore. You're looking at, at, at yourself. You're no longer looking at the asshole coming and shitting on your face, right? You're looking at a person that's stuck in their personality, just like parts of you are or that you wear. And now you feel compassion. You're like, fuck, man, I've been there. I've been, I've been on that boat. I know. You're never going to let them shit on your face anymore. You dodge it. You dodge that, that bullet, right? But... But it doesn't, it doesn't hit you. Little by little, that energy, and we talked about that in our last episode, 806. How that energy goes through the emotional body. And that is our power returning back home. So this is the work we're doing here. There's so much, um, you know, on that page, episode 256. Anything you need to use this tool, right? This jinkies. If you want to learn more about planet homemaking, uh, Pearl Planet, TV, the pioneers of the Great Awakening, who am I, all of that stuff, click on the About tab on TV and listen to episode one. Uh, our goal here is to help lay out the blueprint for a real civilization because we do not have a real civilization. This civilization is shit. It is a lie. Yes, the bodies are real. Yes, the planet is real. Yes, you are real and your relationships are real and your creations are real. And then and after a little bit after you create them, they get absorbed by what's called um, what I what I, I, I kind of coined the hierarchical matrix system. This is the consequence of us as individuals living in the shadows. And what I mean by the shadows, unconsciousness. We are unconscious of the dynamic that we live day by day. We are, we are hijacked. Our attention is hijacked from our personality. Our body-mind consciousness hijacks our attention. And it positions, positions it on this shadow world, right? This, we, we were talking about this Jinky 55 of victimization, right? And it keeps it there. And the entire of the world is doing the same thing. So it creates a mass consciousness, what we call the world shadow. And the whole fucking thing is dysfunctional. The whole fucking thing is based on 
nasty fucking stuff. Atrocities, slavery, hunger, abuse, uh, you know, poverty, you know, this, this, this complete, you know, this misunderstanding of everything. Most millions, billions of people doing shit they don't want to do. Day after day, you know, just grinding. Little by little kind of killing their bodies. So that they, they, you know, they're they're trying to gain that energy to keep moving forward. So that they can feed their kids. And have a, a, you know, a life that they've been sold that it's important or, or valuable to live. And it's all bullshit. The whole fucking thing, everything here is bullshit. Corporations are bullshit. The education is bullshit. The pharmaceutical industry is bullshit. The medical industry is bullshit. The governments are bullshit. The financial world, global economy is bullshit. Everything's a fucking lie. The entire fucking thing. <laughs> it's the entire thing. Right? And... um. People are waking up to that and they're realizing, you know what? Why do I have to live like this? Why do I have to do something that I don't want to do? That my inner inside, my core, when you're a, a kid and they're, they're, they're shoving you in this system, they're, gonna, they're not really educating kids because they're not really teaching them finance, proper finance. Which is, that's the only thing that actually runs this reality, this fake world, is really know how to understand, make and manage money. At the very fucking core of, of the fake world, right? No, they're teaching them how to be cogs in a machine. They're not teaching them how to be critical thinkers. They're teaching how to be compliant to a schedule, to an agenda. And that's why the kids, when they're young, when they, before they have been fucked in the face, you know, they are fighting because they're, they're, they're freedom. They are literally freedom. And so we shove them in this fucking system that, 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 that twists them. And, and, and I'm not blaming the system, right? The system is a consequence. The origin is us, is internal. That's why we're diving into the fucking root. We're not here to change the world. That's a whole other fucking head trip fallacy of the new age. No, we're going to change the world. The world is a consequence. You change your, your perception of reality. And then you start changing your, your decisions in your life. And then little by little, you, your life starts changing. Because as soon as you recognize what's actually going on inside of you, and then you make decisions to live different in a different way, you what I call you shift parallel universes. And so you now exist in a reality where that stuff is, is, is happening. The good stuff is happening. But you didn't, went, you didn't go and, and try to change the the nasty oxidized you know uh, dysfunctional reality world that it's already out there collapsing it it's it's a mess it's a cesspool it's a swamp right it's disgusting and it is disgusting to a degree that most people are not aware of because they don't have the fucking you know um stomach 
to actually know what the fuck is going on here. It's disgusting. You only see the surface of the fucking vat of, 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 of nastiness of, that's at the top. But it goes down into levels of atrocities that are beyond fucking words. Nobody wants to look at that. You want to look at the fucking phone, at the pretty pictures on Instagram. Because we've been trained to do that. Being distracted with entertainment. I hate that fucking word. In the future, in my in my vision of <laughs> an awesome world, entertainment is going to be replaced by recreation. Recreation, you recreate yourself again. You give new life to yourself. Entertainment is just wasting your fucking time. Now, I'm not saying I don't love movies or books or all that stuff. I, I believe the storytelling is the ancient most amazing healing we've always had. Right, but it's being hijacked. That's, that's a great example of what I'm talking about. You have your creations, and then they get hijacked by the hierarchical matrix system, right? But if we learn what the fuck is going on here, how can we love ourselves? How can we work on ourselves without shedding on anybody else, without letting anybody shed on you? Then, little by little, we are reclaiming our power. And power is the power of creation. And, and you know, I, 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 instead of calling it creation, I call it, call it the rearranging of the building blocks of reality, right? Because, you know, you look at the loss of thermodynamics, you know, matter and energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be transformed, right? So everything is already here with your attention you are going into the subatomic world and collapsing that wave particle function, right? That's going to eventually expand into reality. And it comes and lands in your reality. This is what we're talking about, shifting parallel universes. And it's done with love. When we are no longer polarized, we're no longer swinging, we're no longer a fucking victim or a tyrant. Because there are no others. You realize that they are you. How do you treat yourself? Do you love yourself? Do you treat yourself like shit? And we all do. We've been trained to do that. You know, it's like the monkey thing. <laughs> the, the, they get a new monkey in the cage and everybody beat the monkeys. Why are they fucking beating me up? Because that's what we do here. We beat up the new monkey. It happens every fucking where. On every job, on the schools. When a new kid shows up somewhere and there's new realities right now. There's certain other places where things are changing. And things are also being kind of invented where there's a fake niceness going on to the woke fucking bullshit that's going on around. Which is communism. Trying to shove that idea. But it's still the same darkness, the same shadow with a tutu. <laughs> And, and pink cheeks, you know, or clown fucking, you know, nose and, 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 and wig. But it isn't true. Truth comes from within yourself. It has weight. It has presence. You know it. And people know it. They can feel it, right? So anyway, all of that stuff is there. There's also at the bottom of that about page on um, Jorn.tv. There's um, um, what's called... Um, um, resources 
what's going on in the world right now. Um, there's videos. And, and, you know, when you understand what's going on, you can make decisions in your life that shift you that parallel universe. Because it's getting dangerous now. People are literally dying of stupidity. <laughs> I mean, it's sad and I laugh about it. But just like I said, I have zero respect for the personality. But it's sad because I love, I love you. I love life. I love everyone, right? Not the fucking personality, but, but the God within you, right? And, um, and it's sad. But at the same time, you know, ultimately, you know, nobody dies. They're going to go back there and say, fuck, man, I fucked up on that one. And now you're going to come back. Do it again. <laughs> so anyway, all of that stuff is there. Let's dive into these rising of humanity's gifts, right? Um, what Richard Ross saying, then I give you my feedback, kind of my own download, and we take it from there. The rising of humanity's gifts. There are two main phases to the awakening triggered by the 55th gift. The first phase is represented by this rising up of mass consciousness out of the shadows of victim consciousness. That's exactly what, I'm, what I was talking about. And he's, he's, he kind of nailed it down and says, this is triggered by this 55th gift, right? As this occurs... We see the world as we currently know it gradually changing shape. And this is what I was talking about, you know. You start making different decisions because your attention is no... You have reclaimed your attention or, or parts of your attention or some... Or, you know, for the most part, you, you, you're not hijacked by the personality, by the fucking media, by the beliefs of others and so, social structures and family and religion... All of the crap out there. Everybody tells you how you're supposed to live your life. And you go and believe it. And these beliefs are so ingrained, we don't even know we have them. You just go on automatic. And then out of nowhere, you feel like bad. And, and, and now you're... You don't even know where that comes from. Because it's in the program. You're programmed. It took, you know, your whole life to get programmed to be what you are. And now you're that. So, so that's even hard. Because how are you going to stop being who you are, in quotes, right? Because we think we are this thing. But no, that's a fucking program. So to give ourselves that freedom, it's, it's challenging. But, and, and this is interesting because Richard Roy is talking about that the more people do it, the more it create an electromagnetic field. We call it the morphogenetic field. We're creating this net. People that get their shit together and stop shedding on other people, Right? They are vibrating a frequency and that frequency connects, makes a link of frequency with somebody else that's doing the same thing. And then we got at some point this hundred monkey theory, right? That, you know, the monkeys that started um, um, washing the potatoes in, in, from the sand. And so because they were, they, were, they were eating them with sand and they were nasty. And then at some point somebody figured out, well, if you wash them, you don't have to eat the sand. And then everybody started washing it. And the next thing, this thing got morphogenetic because this happened in an island. And then the islands next to it that they, they have no possible contact with because these monkeys don't swim. They started doing it too. Right. So he's talking about that expansion and flow. Right. The more we take responsibility of our shit. And, and the more we start looking at other people as ourselves, the more we start 
you know, reclaiming our attention from our personality, from our body, mind, consciousness, reclaiming our attention from the world itself. And I'm not saying that you should hide from from the world and from what's going on. I'm not saying that at all. I'm I'm all for knowing what the fuck's going on. What I'm saying is it doesn't own you anymore. It doesn't control you anymore. They cannot tell you the lies that they want to tell you and you believe them anymore. You hear the lies and you go, what, what, yeah, whatever. You know, I'm going to do this. And then because of that attention is there, that presence, that focus, you can make decisions. And then these decisions create your world and shift you into a different parallel universe. And this is what he's talking about. So this gradual change that he's talking about. Um, I see it. it's the same thing. We just have different words of saying, I, I like to be more kind of like scientific oriented. Right. So, um, and science for me, is not just whatever the scientists say, it's, it's a whole other thing. But what it means for me is that you start aligning different parallel universes on a different spectrum of consciousness. And, and so, there's other stuff happening somewhere else in the world. People live in their holes and their sadness and their atrocities, right? But you no longer live there. And because you no longer live there, your universe, you're in a different universe. And this is how things change because it's, that's the beautiful part about this realization is that when you truly respect and love people, because even though people hijacked by their personality, they're still God. They're still your brothers and sisters, you know? It's like, what fucking right do you have to go tell anybody how to goddamn live their life? You don't like that to nobody to tell you what to do. Why would you tell them what to do? However, you can love them. And if they feel your love and it's real... They might come and ask, hey, what, what what you got going on, dude? That stuff's groovy. Then you tell them, I got this going on. Like what I'm doing here with this podcast, right? It just sits here. Whoever listens to it, and then they might get some good out of it. Right? But I'm not shoving this shit down people's throats. Because that's what happens out there with fucking religion, with politics, with, you know, with government, with... With everything, and it's even worse because now it's not even overt. It's it's these subtle layers of subtlety of subversion that are just nasty as fuck. But you don't have to do any of that stuff, right? Because you shift a different parallel universe, and now you're already writing that this wave of consciousness that is changing, traversing to different realities, and eventually it. It hits the body. And this is, he's talking about it backwards. He thinks that the body goes first and that triggers the change, but it's not that, it's the consciousness. And then the consciousness eventually pulls the body and the body opens up because it's, it's programmed to do that. It's a biomachine program to respond to a certain frequency. We change the frequency and then it goes from one to another and another. Now we're creating this, what I was talking about, this blueprint of a real civilization, right? This is the blueprint. The blueprint is frequency. It's not doing stuff. It's vibrating frequency. And so <clears throat> up until now, <clears throat> only a small percentage of human beings have managed to escape the shadow state 
and deliver their gifts to the world. I wouldn't say a small percentage. Um, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not the, it's not the majority. I, I agree with that. But no, I mean, there's everybody's doing. There's tons of books out there, and tons of people are building buildings. You know, what I mean, we're here. So it's like what I would say. It's not escaping the shadow. I would say you kind of like go back and forth. You're like some days you're you're groovy, other days you're fucked. You know, and then at some point you manage to get your your attention tight. So that you realize that there's no reason why should you suffer. You know, it is an emotional addiction. And, and, and so you kind of break through. And there's there's a lot of people that break through that. I wouldn't say more than 20%. But I don't, I don't, probably around 20% of the world has done that throughout history. Which sucks ass because 80% of people live in the shadows. I would say out of that 80%, not everybody lives in the shadows all the time. We go back and forth. Right, but it is the norm in this reality, and only a very, very few have attained the cidic level of consciousness. And let's make the distinguish, distinguish, distinguishness, the distinction. Let's make the distinction of um, uh, people as achieving the cidic state and an ascended master. Ascended master is somebody who have transformed through consciousness the frequency vibration of biological matter and return it and accelerate it to the point that it has returned or it can transform at will into all the frequencies of the light spectrum at will with the pure will of God. It can it goes, transforms into light, dissolves, goes into other realms and then it comes back and it coagulates into matter. That is an ascended master. Now, that's a whole other level. That's the seventh level, right? That's at the point you're gone. <clears throat> Cidic, um, these people in the cities, <clears throat> these are uh, people that have manifested this city, uh, the city gift. And the way well, we see it in the chakras or the seals, um, is this is the sixth seal. We got the, the gift is the fourth and the fifth. The sixth is this city. Which is, I like to put the analogy that it's like going to a room of 64 doors, holding the, the knob, turning it open, pulling the door out, and crossing through the threshold. And once you're in, the 64 door disappears and there's just one room. And when you're in, once you're in that room, you're in the seventh seal, you're an ascended master. So the sixth seal, the Cidic state, is that crossing, that realization that everything is God. Everyone is God. There's nothing but God. There's the entire universe is divine, right? And that's the Cidic state. And we go through that here. Um, you know, we don't go through. We, we prepare ourselves to uh, be called for that, right? Because that's something that happens. It's not something you make. And that is the most important thing to realize. Who is you? Who is I? Right, because for our whole lives we've identified ourselves with these personalities, but we're not the fucking personality. And so that is the work of moving from the shadow to the gift. And then from the gift, it's a path, right? It's a journey of completely achieving fulfillment. And what a fulfillment means is that there's no longer anything within you that wants anything from anything or from anyone, and that you become a giver. And, and and you also receive from the, from the world, but not because you need it. 
but because you're in a state of flow from God to the world and from the world to you, which is also God. You're, you're receiving from everywhere and giving to everyone. And then at that point, you've, when you've reached, when you've achieved this fulfillment, um, <clears throat> then the door opens and then you manifest the Cidic states, right? <clears throat> so each frequency band depends upon that below and above it. So he's talking about, you know, all the interconnectedness of life. Uh, the more people that are, are there are transcending their shadow state, the more chance there is for someone at a higher level to make the leap to the Cidic level. It may take 100,000 people living at the gift level to provide the momentum for one being to make the leap to the Cidic level. So he's basically talking about this 100 monkey theory, right? And And he is, you know, I mean, he's making this kind of um, assumptions that because of a certain amount of number of people, that's going to kind of propel somebody up. He's still talking about this hierarchy. I don't necessarily agree with that because I don't, I don't conscious, I don't, I don't observe these things linearly. I don't see this because of this amount of people, you're going to get this one, right? But at the same time, it is that simultaneously, Right? We are kind of like the more people that have become sovereign individuals and, and, you know, have awakened, the more this thing is accelerating. But it is not because of the body, it's because of consciousness. The body follows. And so uh, I do agree and I, simultaneously I disagree, but it's not, I don't disagree with what he's saying. I disagree with the way that he's saying it. But it is the same thing. Yes, we are... Um, because, and this is the beautiful part to really to understand, and this is the part that I always, I, I need to nail this down. People don't exist. We're talking about higher, greater amounts of consciousness. Our ultimate goal here is to prepare the biomachine so that it can hold more consciousness. So if we're talking in terms of kind of batteries, if we were talking about electricity, you know, you'd need or or you know you you you'd need a, a bigger battery to hold more energy, right? In this case, let's say that we have a hundred thousand people living in their gift. What kind of energy and consciousness their their where's their focus, right? And how much energy do they have? And that because people don't exist, they are the battery for that one cidic person. Right, but the person is them, and they are the city guy. They're all the same. They're just kind of helping each other, and they're not even helping each other. It's just, it's just the way it is. You don't even think about it like that, right? Um, but I don't, uh, I don't necessarily, um, um, I don't see separation between this, the master, and and the student. If you want to call it like that, or or the or the, the the ones that are becoming the battery for for being able to hold that more much consciousness, I think is the same the same person, <laughs> the same dude. So um, it may take a hundred thousand people living at the gift level to provide the momentum for one being to make the leap to the civic level. By the same token, one person at the civic level provides the collective frequency for thousands to escape the lower frequency of their shadows and begin to live out their gifts. 
And you can totally see that with people um, that they have all this light. And it could be in any way, you know, big people that are just really connected to themselves in one way or another. Um, it broadcasts this entrainment field. This is what I'm talking about, the blueprint for a real civilization. Broadcasting your success. And what I mean by success is the success that you've had in loving yourself. And taking care of your own shit, cleaning your own ass. You don't go out and live a mess in the world. And that, you take that same concept and broadcast it and make it bigger and bigger and bigger. Next thing, you know, there you got people like, you know, um, Deepak Chopper or something like that. Now they're, they're like bringing that light out. I'm not saying that he's got all his shit together. But, you know, you got people like Buddha or like Jesus, right? I'm, that's a whole other level. We're talking about ascended masters. I'm not, maybe a, a better example would be probably Ram Dass or, or you know, um, um, Elvis Presley. You know what I mean? He gave, it's not that he got all his shit together, but he gave that light through his music, you know? Or, or, or in any way, you know, like uh, J.K. Rowling, he, she wrote Harry Potter. Or Tolkien wrote the Lord of the Rings, right? We got things that have, you know, George Lucas gave us Star Wars. You know, maybe they haven't gotten all their stuff together, but they figured out a way to gave, give that gift. And that reached us all and changed us all and gave us so much. And what is that? That is love. Love, the love you give to yourself, you end up giving to others. You can't help it because that's love. Love can't help but be given. It flows through you. You can't stop it. And so you become more and more focused and more present and you work on your thing, whatever that is, because you love. And so the more we surrender to that love that we have within the more that light expands. And yes, um, you know, it, it helps people come out from the shadows. It lifts people up. And then we got all these gurus out there in India. We don't even know. Sitting on, you know, figuring out something. Amashi, right? She travels all over the world hugging people. That's what she does. She just hugs people. I mean, it doesn't get more simple than that. <laughs> right? Of course, there's... You know, the things turn into cults and people turn into gurus. And it's not like the whole thing is clean. It's a mess here. Life is messy. So when a person is freed from the shadow state, they become a creative conduit for life itself. It's exactly what I just said, right? I'm going to read that again. When a person is freed from the shadow state, they become a creative conduit. For life itself, for the divine light of creation, for God, for love, for life itself. Life flows through you and now you have energy. They also begin to fulfill their true, their true destiny within the whole. It's exactly what I just said. The final destiny of the whole is represented. I, 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 I'm going to X that final you know, because it's very incredibly misuse of the word final. There's no final here. There's no end to life. We will never stop expanding into forever. God, there's no end for God. There's no final here. 
So uh, I will I will translate that final four as far as Richard Rod can see. The destiny of the of the whole is represented by the fifth city and the sixth city of harmony and peace. You know, because that does happen when we return to this, you know, integral connection or an integral realization of the nature of there's only one. We don't we're not even here to to be to create a community of individuals. I guess that's probably the beginning, a community of individuals. But at some point you realize that they're you. There is there's nobody there's nothing else. There's only one of us here. I keep saying it and it's like it's like, you know, maybe maybe I believe that by saying it it's actually gonna actually reach out. But you know, that's just what I do. This means that as a person begins to do what they love to do in life, oh, here it is. It just it, it fills my heart with light just to read those words. I'm going to say it again. This means that as a person begins to do what they love to do in life, they begin to co-create these conditions on the physical plane, the conditions of peace and harmony. But it's more than that. It's all of life, right? The conditions for the destiny of becoming this conduit to life for life itself, right? Um, as a process, this may take hundreds or even thousands of years to reach its final phase. Again, final phase. Um, he's just looking at a point where civilization in this planet ascends. Eventually, it's going to turn into Cidic state and then eventually we're going to ascend. Um, and it has happened before the, the people from the uh, Easter Island, they did that. People from um, first Mayans, not the seconds, because the second world was bloody people that just ended up living in the pyramids. No, the first ones that built the pyramids, those did that too. And it has happened all throughout the world. Civilizations, you know, they have figured out that there's no such thing as the other. There's not another, it's just, is you. And, and everything changes. It's, it's incredible when that love really flows through through. It's a whole other level, but it comes from loving yourself enough to do what you love to do in life. How epic is that, right? Um, so as a process, this may take hundreds of whatever, because he's talking about time, right? It's already happened because, you know, your consciousness is already there. When you look at that love and you feel that love and you manifest that love in your life, you're already, the future is here. You collapse time. As long as we keep looking at time, we're enslaved by time. But our consciousness is timeless. The moment you become this, this is why we do this work. Eventually, we're, I mean, we are actually collapsing time little by little by little. Um, so when it does, like a dragonfly, our entire planet will mutate to its next phase of evolution in another reality represented by the 28th city of immortality. Now, I do agree with that one. He's got this one right. We will evolve into our next phase of evolution in another reality. So that's the endlessness, foreverness. There's no final thing. It keeps going, right? And that's immortality. So he's talking about, you know, we reach this... Um, Humanity-wide, Cidic 
state of consciousness and then eventually we just ascend as a whole civilization. But it's because we're no longer enslaved by the body. The body becomes the, the rightful vehicle for our purpose in this physical reality, which is um, take these bodies with us and, and being able to ride them into forever. I mean, how epic is that? That is, that is fucking epic. Um, so this word freedom is a dimensionless word. I like that. There's no dimension. There's no up or down or this just freedom. As we begin this process of transcending our shadows, miracles can occur in our lives. Miracles do occur in our lives because transcending a shadow, and I wouldn't say transcending, I would say integrating. Because transcending is kind of like leaving it behind and it doesn't work like that. It's like a picture. You, you, you need the light and the shadow in order to have contrast, in order to have a rich image, right? And that's what, you know, the world is made out. The world is, it's a movie, right? You don't want just a wash thing. Transcending the shadow, it's, uh, I would not use that. Those words are, they're not the proper use for this phrase. It's integrating the shadow, as we are integrating the shadows, miracles do occur in our life. Because integrating the shadow is a fucking miracle in itself. God damn it, you know, how fucking hard it is to get over our complaining and bitching about things. How fucking hard is getting over this stuff, these addictions, this arrogance and desires and half-heartedness and purposelessness, our selfishness, how, how, is, how, how challenge is, is to get rid of our dishonesty, our dissatisfaction, our psychosis. It is a fucking miracle when we integrate these shadows into our lives and we love ourselves to say, yeah, I'm living with this motherfucker inside of me. Day by day by day. And uh, my job is to hug it and love it. And stop pointing fingers to other people. And stop blaming anybody for it. It's a fucking miracle. It's a miracle to do that every day. And take that energy that comes through you. It's, it's, the, it's, a, it's the most challenging world uh, work in the world. But there is nothing... Nothing else that will take you home. And it's nothing else more rewarding. When you truly experience that love, there is nothing else in the world that, that um, well, there's really nothing else <laughs> but that. <laughs> there's nothing but love. That's it. We live in these shadows, which is this illusion that love doesn't exist. But that is, that is living in the shadows. So freedom is the spirit of the 55th gift. It is the spirit of humanity. As our awareness stretches, the spirit of freedom breaks down the barriers of our life. Or the life that we believe it's, li it's, it's life, which is, it isn't. The fractal lines open all around us. Fractal lines are the you know, connection to the beginning of, of all of our incarnations, right? Our bloodlines, right? To the beginning, not just in these bodies or this planet, but all the way back to the beginning of this multiverse. The fractal lines open all around us and energy <clears throat> that was choked in a certain dimension 
suddenly precipitates unforeseen beneficial circumstances in your life. Um, beneficial is like everything is beneficial. Even the, the the nasty, shitty stuff is beneficial. I mean, that because we're moving forward. I mean, even you could be stuck in a in a loop of a, an attitude for ten lifetimes, but you're moving forward. Yes, we've been stuck in these lifetimes for a long time because we've forgotten that we're the children of God, right? But still, here we are. We're epic beings. I mean, fuck to come here and live this life, and still be moving forward. We definitely, ha you have to give yourself that, that credit, right? That hug yourself, man. I mean, seriously, it's, it's a job to do this thing. But this awareness stretches, right? That the spirit of freedom takes over, breaking down these barriers in our life. And we begin allowing the manifestation of a greater reality. You know, you could say, oh, beneficial circumstances in your life. I don't know. That thing I think that sounds kind of weak. It's fucking epic. That's what I would say. Your life is fucking epic, full with amazing epic miracles. And it's not because big things are happening, but because your heart is open, you can feel life at a whole other level. So just looking at this flower, you go like, oh, my fucking God, look at that flower. And you start crying. You're like, it's so beautiful. <laughs> And that is what I'm talking about. And then other things, you know, like, you know, doors open, you meet people, just beautiful things unfolding. Because you have that in the freedom inside of you, you're not looking for it, for stuff to fulfill you, to buy shit, to get stuff. That will happen too. And it does happen. Right? Um, and it's interesting, you know, energy choked in a certain dimension. I like that because it's true when we're talking about dimensions, we're talking about um, kind of how matter, how three-dimensional reality is boxed in. But if we were be talking about fourth-dimensional reality and fifth-dimensional reality, we would be talking about layers of consciousness that box consciousness in, in other layers of, of reality. And, and you know, you know, kind of like make that translate that into something understandable. Is let's say let's look at yoga, right? For example, the whole purpose of asana is just to stretch the body so that the energy flows through the meridians, so that you can actually sit down in meditation and don't be all twisted, and 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 you can actually focus for long periods of time. That's the whole point of asana. A lot of people forget that, but but we're talking about this kind of like on 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 tying these kinks in the hose of energy but now apply that same concept to dimensional reality you know i look a lot about this 90 degree angle uh you know in that we have in these boxes of houses that we have in this reality these are dimensions where energy gets choked what happens when you go to nature and you see these ripples of forest just going and going and going and going if you you know looking it from above right it's flowing there's not this choking energy in stuck in dimensional but apply that to you know our own living our life through consciousness right through our misunderstandings of this shadow 
not just this shadow, but all shadows, right? This is um, energy that is choked in a certain dimension. So I like how he says that. Um, so every aspect of our life is interconnected, of course. So a breakthrough at the source of our being ripples out into all areas. And some that we didn't even remember existed. And that is so true. It's just like this hologenetic profile, by the way, on the episode 256, there's a link that there that says, if you haven't downloaded your hologenetic profile, click on that link that says, click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. Hologenesis, when we're penetrating one of these circles on this map, it opens up all of them. So when we, when we allow our heart to truly love, and what do you love? You love yourself. You ain't going to love nobody unless you love yourself. That is the, that is the way. But, but you need to understand the difference between you and your personality. You don't love the fucking personality. You love you. And you feel it in your heart and then it ripples out. And miracles unfold. Because you have that love inside. And you're living the life. You're doing the things that you love. And this isn't a thing that just, you know, I mean, for some people it can unfold. But I tell you one key to actually allow it to unfold, and that's exercise. Because exercise generates energy. I'm not talking go run, you know, I mean, maybe that might be for some people, like Forrest Gump or something. You know, that actually was very interesting, that Forrest Gump movie. He he was depressed. In a part of the movie, if you remember, and he started running. And he ran for like five years. <laughs> you know, he just ran. Ah, I gotta run, run, run. He became a runner. Eventually, he tried to have a bunch of people running with him. He didn't even care. He was just running. And it's very interesting to contemplate because, you know, when you actually put energy. But this is a, a thing, you know, that, that happens a lot. It's like... We are stuck within these confines of the matrix, this hierarchical matrix systems. And so we operate energy within those systems that that energy is at a loss, at a loss for us, and again for the matrix. But when I'm talking about this, energy is moving forward. Where is love? Where is love? Where is my love? What is love? If that's your contemplation day and night, day and night in your focus, look at the sky, look at the, look at the beautiful nature. You know, it sometimes is very hard to look at people because there's always going to be some asshole showing up there. You know, I'm not saying it's easy, but eventually you're going to find that you're going to look and you're going to say, man, that man is hijacked by their personality. And you feel compassion and you feel love. You know, it's a brother or a sister, right, that they're stuck in their loop. And you go, fuck, man, I was there. And I know how hard is that. So you have that compassion and that's love. That doesn't mean you, you know, you might want to go hog. Maybe you do, but, you know, sometimes they're like, they bite. <laughs> so, but ultimately it's love. Love, love day and night. What does it mean? It's not the love that you get, but the love that you are. And you broadcast that, this broadcast signal, this frequency this is this beacon that we become 
right? And that's how we build this blueprint for a real civilization. So we've reached the end of the episode today. Um, tomorrow, we're going to be looking into um, the harmonic convergence, I think. Maybe. We'll see. It's kind of, he starts, he's going to start talking about these dates, which I'm not very fond of dates, but it's interesting to look at um, kind of these, kind of like checkpoints. We had this harmonic convergence in 87, the melodic resonance in 2012, and then this rhythmic symphony on 2027. Um, So, it's interesting because that's that's the thing. That's when it everything really triggers, right? Everything really unfolds from now on. So we'll see how that goes. Um, um, podcast is every day now. I, I know I took a kind of like a week off last week, but yeah, we're, we're working on this podcast being every day, Monday through Sunday. Uh, on the Sundays, we're going to be working of putting this uh, Pioneers of the Great Awakening guest and uh, kind of like bringing it back to some order. If it falls off the wagon a little bit, you know, there's 800 episodes out there. They're all good. So just go listen to some old stuff. It's all good. It's it's all, specifically if you're working on your hologenetic profile, there's a lot on that stuff. You know, if you calculate around seven podcasts per sphere, you got, you know, 77. That's a lot of stuff. So yeah, we're getting, getting close to this, to this being you know, done with this 64 jinkies. I think after that, Richard's going to bring these um, lines. He, yeah, he's, he's been talking about having a book on the lines. So if that happens, I'm not going to go into the dream arc and all that stuff. I thought I would, but I kind of figured out that's something very shamanic, very personal. And talking about it, in my opinion, kind of, um, it's just gibberish. I mean, it's really, it's all about images. So um, it's it's really about choosing to focus on these images and getting downloads. So talking about it, I'm not gonna go into that, but I will go as soon as he and I'm I'm I mean I'm not I'm not promising, but I'm I'm thinking I'm really thinking I'm gonna go after I'm done with the jinkies, going into these lines because the lines are are the subtle different kind of filter through which we see each one of our contemplation of each one of these jinkies. So I find that incredibly valuable. And I've already gone through a lot of those lines when I went into through the, you know, the hologenetic profile. But he's going to come up with something more, um, more in depth for those. And I'm interested in, in reading that one, see how that one goes. But um, in the meantime, when you're at Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv, you click on any episode, you'll see underneath the um episode there's uh where all the links to uh, all of the um uh, podcast apps out there we have uh, the podcast you can hear it on apple podcast google podcast podbean spotify stitcher reason iHeartRadio, radio listen notes player fan podvine and many more that i don't even know about because they just keep putting up anywhere everywhere and um you can sign up to our mailing. If you go to the at uh, the, the bottom right, the bottom menu of Jorn.tv, click on the Pioneers link. Um, you will see all the all the all our guests that we had. They share with us the story of their journey, and uh, you can also find them on Rumble. and uh, And these are video also; they're not just audio. And uh, but you can find them on on, our, on that category at the bottom right corner. And at the bottom right corner of Jordan TV, there's a support link. 
You can find all our social media. We have a Telegram chat room. If you want to contact us, that's the place to do it. Join our community there. You have any questions, any suggestions, any ideas, anything you want to talk about, you know, in regards to this or your life, or you just want to say hi, you know, um, just that's the place to do it, okay? And then we have three news channels. We have a Telegram news channel. We have um, X channel, formerly Twitter. And we have a Truth Social news channel. We try to focus on just physical stuff, very basic stuff, but uh, good stuff, you know, because um, the mainstream media is shit. And uh, and their alternative underground media, a lot of it is shit, too. <laughs> so we, we dig through the shit trying to find actually good stuff. What I mean by good stuff, it's good stuff that has, you know, you can track and you can follow the money, the receipts. You know, it's not going to be truth because, you know, you have to live it. You have to be there to actually have truth. But it's going to be good data for you to actually contemplate that through life. For a long, for many decisions in our lives, we have to make decisions based on beliefs. So better to do have those beliefs with, um, you know, the, the most objective, logical, uh, you know, stuff that you can actually say. Well, this is this is this makes sense. Not that is, you know, that we're always going to be right. The only way we can be right is through personal experience, like I always say. But you know, we try to do the best. Do the most objective, uh, logical stuff of stuff that makes sense that's happening in the world as we move through this transition, right? And we have our, our, our Rumble there. We have a Clubhouse link there too. And we have also our coaching programs. If you need help integrating, doing all of this work with the Jinkies, we have a Zoom call called the Activation Sequence Review. Click on there's a link there which says all of that stuff. We have a coaching program that's three months called the Life Design, where we help people align every aspect of their life with their deepest spiritual purpose. And we're using the Jinkies to do that. And uh, it, it changes everything because you're no longer living life haphazardly, it has order. It comes from your light within, from love. From a place of deep centered grounding, understanding on, on in your place and your purpose in the universe. And then everything springs from that. Now your relationships, your family, your hobbies, your work, your business, your exercise, everything in your life makes sense. Instead of kind of just going all over the place and just tripling over, tram, trampling or trampling others and tripping other stuff. And we make messes in our relationships and it's it's... When we start approaching every aspect of our lives uh, from that deepest connection to love, everything starts making sense. We have a coaching program for people stuck in their dark night of the soul. This is not actually a coaching program. It's more like a midwifing tool thing. It is not for everybody because there's people that need to be stuck in their dark night of the soul for 20, 50 years. And there's nothing I can do about it. I was stuck for that 20 years, right? Um, but if you think you're ready, think. <laughs> if you think you're ready. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you feel like you're ready to get the fuck out of your own dark night of the soul, check out that link. Um, and you know, we'll see. We'll see if you're ready or not. Um, and we have a coaching program for people, for coaches. 
for all types of coaches, business coaches, uh, life coaches, spiritual coaches, coaches of everything to generate a stream of highly qualified clients that can't wait for to work with you using the power of podcasting, both video and audio or either video and audio. Um, and I used to be a techie, so I know that all the technical stuff, the marketing stuff. So we, we throughout the coaching, we go through everything. We go through the, you know, how everything, I'll teach you all the kind of like loopholes and potholes that I've found throughout the way. I did it in the underground. So this tool works like, you know, amplified 100 times if you do it on the mainstream, because the mainstream is easy. It's almost like just pushing a button and it just happens, you know. Mainstream underground, it's it's like this is this is guerrilla, right? So it's I don't I, I do it. It can be done in both ways, right? So I the whole coaching, I help you to put up a podcast, and becoming successful with that podcast with a very specific way. And success means generate the kind of clients that can't wait to work with you and and pay you the amount of money that you charge for, because they love their your people. And, and they, they, you can actually help them because they're on your same frequency vibration. It's very important to be authentic because then you sift through those that would not, they would not, you would not work well with you because at that point you attract specifically the kind of people that that resonate to your frequency. And we have all of that there. It's called a, a client generator, and you can click on that one right there. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.